I was asked a question a few days ago, and the answer is what's inspired this podcast and YouTube. We are streaming on both. So this is going to be beamed out to the Building Online Sales Success podcast community, and it's also going out on my YouTube. The question that I was asked that has inspired this episode is what is the one thing that made your business feel like it exploded, Rachel? What is the one thing? And I had to stop and really reflect on that question and think what actually was the one thing? I often reply with collaborations because collaborations and public speaking has always been the thing that has exploded my own results. But actually I didn't give that answer. I gave a different answer and I wanna share it with you today in this episode. I hope that it inspires you. I hope that it helps you. I hope that it gives you some actions, some thoughts, some commitments that you wanna take and make to explode your own business. This is the Building Online Sales Success Podcast, helping you to build, market and sell your offers online. I'm Rachel Howarth and I'll be sharing the strategies that are allowing me and my clients to create online sales success. Sales can be easy, not sleazy. And in this show, you'll get to see behind the curtain and discover the sales secrets that will create the impact, income and freedom that you've been dreaming of. It's time to stop doubting yourself and start creating the business that you truly deserve. Okay, so my answer was I slowed down. What was the one thing that really helped my business to take off was that I slowed down down. And I know that that sounds counterproductive. It sounds like it shouldn't be a thing. It shouldn't have been the answer. But it absolutely was the answer. If I'm really, really honest, when I reflect on what was it that I did that really helped my business to skyrocket. Now, I'm not saying it's done. I have got a big goal that I am working towards. It is not done yet. I have got so much more that I want to achieve and I want to take you guys with me. But I have had my best ever year in business. 2022 has been absolutely incredible. And when I compare it to 2021 and I look at what was it that I did differently? How did I go into 2022? What made the biggest difference? Slowing down and creating space is one of the things that absolutely I can pin my results on and say that was the thing. Now, there were a few other things. Yeah, I invested in a a big mentor. I made a big investment into mentorship. I also went on a few very expansive business retreats. I met a lot of my mastermind sisters. We went to LA, went to Barbados, did some incredible things in 2022. I also took the decision to close down one of my programs and to scale up one of my other programs. Yeah, so I made space by closing something down and I then was able to make a decision to go a bit deeper and faster on something else. So when I kind of sit back and put that all into the 
thought process of what was the thing that absolutely helped me to scale my business in 2022, it was the fact that I slowed down because you might be like me, a typical entrepreneur. I could sit with my notepad and I could create posts, videos, programs, masterminds, courses. I could create 24 hours a day and still not get bored. I love it. I love creating new things for my audience, for my clients, worksheets, resources. I just love creating. And I know that so many of my clients and my community are exactly the same. Maybe it's ADHD. I know a number of you would call that ADHD. Maybe it's just female entrepreneurship. Maybe it's just excitement. Maybe it's just wanting to help people, wanting to create an impact. Call it whatever you want to call it. I could create forever. And I know that you probably could too. Now, what that means is that we fall into the trap of always doing more, adding more to the list, more to the list, more to the list. And when we add more to the list, guess what? Our diary gets full. Our calendar has got no more room for any new stuff. And we end up then having to say no to the wrong things because we're already saying yes to too many other things. So I wanted to dedicate this video, this YouTube stream and my podcast, yeah, Building Online Sales Success. If you haven't listened to the podcast and you love a podcast, go and listen to my podcast. This is episode 72 of Building Online Sales Success. So there are 71 other amazing episodes for you to dive into, all on the subject of female entrepreneurship, sales, marketing, business growth, scaling up, and really stepping into your role as a female CEO, okay? So yeah, whether your jam is YouTube or podcasts, this goes out on both. If you are not subscribed and you like what I'm putting down, then definitely subscribe, either on the podcast or YouTube or both, you know, why not? Let's go crazy, let's do both. <laughs> so Yes, this is a weekly podcast and on YouTube, maybe I'm not as good as weekly, but I do my best for you. OK, so let's get back to the topic we are talking about. What was the one thing that really helped me grow in 2022? It was slowing down. So I've titled this slowing down to speed up because it did allow me to speed up. And what I've got to share with you is a list of things that I absolutely hold responsible for the slowing down, yeah, my ability to slow down. I've got a list of things that I did. There are 11 things, okay? So you might wanna grab a notepad. You might wanna note some of these things down for yourself, but these are the things that I did that allowed me to slow down in a way that didn't feel like I was just being lazy. Yeah, because when you're when you're an entrepreneur, you do tend to play into all the space that you have. Yeah, like if you've got a 10 hour day ahead of you, guess what? You'll work 10 hours. If you've got two hours of fast, speedy work in a coffee shop, guess what? You'll work two hours because we do play to the edges, don't we? We fill the capacity that we've got and it's always about more, 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 more. Well, this episode today is about less, less, less. OK, now I have learned this the hard way. I played to the edges a little bit too much back in 20, 2020 and a little bit of 2019. 
I was suffering with the worst headaches I have ever had. And when I say the worst headaches, they were terrible. I was convinced that I had a brain tumour and that sounds, you know, (laughs) that sounds deluded and that I was being a little bit uh, extravagant (laughs) with my approach to what was really going on. But the doctors actually thought that I had a brain tumor as well I got sent for a brain scan I had an MRI and luckily touch wood they didn't find anything but at the time I was petrified I was absolutely petrified and what it now points to is that I was approaching burnout or or in full burnout I don't think it was full burnout but I was approaching full burnout these headaches were excruciating and luckily with support, managed to get rid of them. But that was when I started thinking about how can I strip more out of my day? How can I speed up my growth, but do it in a way that doesn't involve doing more things? So I've came, I've come up with this list of 11 things for you. I've done them all, obviously, some more than others, but I absolutely put the success that I've had at slowing down to this list okay so let's dive into the list if you've got any thoughts feedback or comments on any of these things I urge you to drop me a comment below drop me a question or dive into my Instagram DMs at Rach Howarth and we can have a chat about it yeah you can drop me a voice note so number one the first thing that is on this list of 11 things is I developed a morning routine to limit my morning stress So to stop that first thing that you do of waking up, rolling over and grabbing your phone and diving straight into notifications from social, from email, from your team, WhatsApps, you know, you probably do this every day. I was doing this every day and it started my day off wrong. So I developed a morning routine to start my day off right, to start my day off with the right intentions to start my day off with what really mattered, which was spending time with my family and starting my day, my business day in the right headspace. Okay, so step one would be starting a morning routine. Now, it doesn't have to be join the 5am club, doesn't have to be spend three hours on yoga. That's not what I'm saying. Develop a morning routine that works for you. Okay. The second thing on my list for you to take from this episode and introduce into your own life so that you can slow down is batching tasks together. So things like my podcast, I won't just do one episode. I will do two, three, four in a day. When I'm creating videos, reels for my social media manager to go and work her magic on, I don't just create one. I want to create four, five, ten. Yeah, as many as I can do in the creative space that I have that day okay but I absolutely batch tasks together you'd be amazed how much more quickly you get things done when you're doing one thing in a repetitive way rather than lots of different things okay so number two batch tasks number three on my list is time block your diary to create more space So actually block out two hours of time, three hours of time, the right amount of time for the task that you've got to get done. Time block so that your batching has time allocated to it. It isn't that, oh, I've got to do a video today. Actually, I want to do five videos today and I'll just do them in between my calls because guess what's going to happen? You won't get them done. 
block time together. I call it time blocking. I've got a worksheet on it. If you want the worksheet, drop me a DM. I'll happily send you the worksheet on time blocking. It's a game changer. That's number three. Number four, schedule health and well-being during the day to feed your soul. I am a fan of a daytime bath. You've probably heard me say this before. Schedule time in the day for your health and well-being. You might want to do that for 20 minutes in the morning and 20 minutes in the afternoon. You might want to do a big block at lunchtime. You might want to do a block in the evening. How you do it is up to you. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm not telling you how many minutes to spend. I'm just recommending that you find time and you schedule it. You schedule it. Now, what will start to happen, this is what happened for me, I started off with the mindset of, oh, I've got time for health and well-being. Everybody's telling me, telling me that I need to do health and well-being in my day. I haven't got time for that. I'm too busy. And so I thought, well, I'll play the game. I'll do the thing. I will set aside five minutes. And I just did the odd five minutes. I'd go out for a walk around the block, quickly take the dog to the park. I would do things to get me outside, to get me moving. I'd go and make a healthy smoothie, something that felt like I was feeding my soul with either nutrients or time or reflection, or meditation. And what happened was I spent five minutes and loved it. And so five minutes turned to 10, which turned to 20, which turned to half an hour. But that was because I was already seeing the results by that point. It's easy to want to do more of things when you see the impact that it has. Okay, so give yourself the opportunity to see the impact and just start. Don't worry that it isn't half an hour. Find five minutes, okay? Find five minutes for health and well-being. That's number four. Number five, daytime bath. Absolutely, daytime bath to reset and refocus. Now, I'm not saying every day if you call me at midday, I'll be in a bubble bath. And that's, that's not what I'm saying. Just when I feel that I can and I want to, I feel like I want to go and do some creative thinking, I'll go and run a bath. And I love the fact that it feels a little bit naughty. <laughs> I also love the fact that I can treat myself to expensive bath products and light an expensive candle and it feels abundant. It feels naughty. It feels luxurious. And that's just my little slice of heaven where I go and do some of my best creative thinking. OK, so number five is I started taking more daytime baths. Number six, remove the word should from your vocabulary. I catch myself now all the time. If I say should, I catch myself and say, there's a little voice that'll say, Rachel, there is no should. Yeah, I was terribly guilty of using the word should. I should do that. I should be here. I should go to that person's thing. I should reply to that WhatsApp. And actually, when you follow the word should, you're dancing to everybody else's tune. You're being there for what everybody else wants you to do, but you're not serving yourself. So get rid of the word should. The word should shouldn't exist, <laughs> okay? Because it just forces you to put unnecessary pressure on yourself. Stick to words like I want to or I get to, yeah? Not I should reply to that WhatsApp. I want to reply to that WhatsApp or I'm ready to reply to that WhatsApp or I don't want to reply to that WhatsApp. But should 
puts you under pressure and I don't want that for you. Okay, so remove the word should from your vocabulary. Number seven, never, ever write a long to do list. I was so guilty of this. I would write the longest list. And it didn't serve me because the list is never done. There is never a time when you tick everything off. So I stopped writing a long to-do list and I stuck to only ever having three things on it at a time. And that has served me so well. So if you are another person who is guilty of writing a really long to-do list and you'll know, you'll you'll know what's happening because you'll get to the end of the day and you'll look down the list and be like, yep, I ticked off a few things. And then you'll be like, yeah, but I'm ready to add about eight new things onto it. So the list is always growing. And I used to waste loads of extra time by rewriting the list because it made me feel good to rewrite it shorter. But then I would end up adding more things onto the list. Okay, so take away long to do lists and replace it with just three things. Okay, three things at a time. The three most important things. Number eight, quit people pleasing. Guilty of that as well. I was guilty. I knew I was doing it of people pleasing. Okay. This kind of goes along the line, like the same lines as the word should quit the people pleasing. Yeah. The people wanting to just pick your brains, the people wanting to ask you questions, the people who want you when they want you, but suddenly if you want them, they're not there. Yeah. Quit the people pleasing. If you know that you're a people pleaser, I want you to hold yourself accountable to making sure that you stop doing that. It's wasting time. It's sucking up your energy. It's affecting your mindset. Okay, you've got to manage the people pleasing. Where did we get to? That is number eight on my list. Number nine, stop wasting energy on the stuff that doesn't light you up. Again, that's on the same lines as the should. Stop wasting time on the stuff that doesn't light you up. Focus on your strengths. Focus on the offers that you love most. Focus on the people that you want to hang out with. Stop allowing your energy to leak out onto things that aren't important to you. My voice is going. Number 10, create better boundaries. You don't need to respond to every message within an hour. You don't need to. Create better, stronger boundaries for yourself. And to help you to feel good about doing that, I want you to manage your clients on those boundaries by communicating the boundaries up front. If you communicate the boundaries up front, for example, I will not work on weekends, right? If you have a boundary that you will not work on weekends, rather than have to say, oh, sorry, it's Saturday, I don't work on weekends, rather than putting yourself and the client in that situation, manage it by getting ahead of it by communicating that boundary up front. And that way everybody's in the picture. Nobody has to feel bad. You don't feel bad not being there to respond because everybody's aware of those boundaries, okay? So the 10th thing on my list is create better boundaries. Don't forget this list is all to help you to slow down so that you can speed up, yeah? A lot of the things that are on this list is taking things away that are not serving you, taking away things that are leaking energy from you, taking away things that are zapping your mindset. 
and adding in things that are feel-good things like the daytime bath, like the getting out for a walk, like feeding yourself with good nutrients, good food, good drinks, good everything. Yeah, lots of water, she says, with her bottle of water right next to her. Yeah. So we take away the energy, the time, the stuff that feels heavy, the bad habits, like no boundaries and people please. And we take those things away and we place them with really good, healthy things to nourish the soul. And then the 11th thing that I did much, much, much more of in 2021 and 2022, but in 2022, I really started to see the benefits was just be. Just be with yourself. Be with yourself in meditation. Be with yourself in journaling. Be with yourself in gratitude. Just be. Just be with your thoughts. Reflect. Re-energize. Focus on a question. Focus on an intention. Focus on a visualization. But just be really be present with yourself. Ask yourself how you're feeling. Ask yourself what you feel like you need more of. Ask yourself what you feel like you need less of and listen to the answer that comes back. When we're surrounded by noise and notifications and ping, 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 you know, everybody's busy, busy, busy. We're all busy, aren't we? And busy is good. I'm not saying busy is not good. But when you are that busy, we forget how to just be. And going back to the time that I told you at the beginning where I had those headaches, I'd forgotten about the importance of just being, just being present, just being there with my family, just being there with me, just being there in thought, yeah? I was too busy serving other people, serving my team, serving clients, just doing what everybody else expected and wanted of me but in the moment of doing that, missing what I really needed, okay? So number 11 on my list is just be. Find time to meditate, find time to reflect, find time to visualize and embody and really think about who it is that you're becoming and how excited you are to really step into that, okay? And lock it in, lock in those feelings and what will start to happen is you will notice that from the time that you're taking to slow down, from the time that you're taking to just be, the time that you're taking to invest in well-being, you'll start to notice results coming more from that than you sat in hustle mode on Instagram, hammering the DMs for hours on end. You don't need to do those things. You still need a sales strategy obviously. And I'm still here as your trusted business mentor to help you with that. But what you really need to do is get in tune with you as a person of where you are now, where you want to be. What is it going to look like and feel like when you become the version of you that hits the goal that you've got set for yourself? So whatever the goal is that you've got for this year, think about Who is the version of you that would create that goal? It isn't the version of you that's running around with your ass on fire trying to do everything for everybody else. It's the version of you which goes deep into what you need, your strategy, your clients, and really unpicks and 
undoes all that busyness and turns it into productivity and accountability and commitment and doing all the right things for the right reasons rather than the shoulds and the coulds and the maybes. Yeah. So I hope that this list of 11 things has inspired you. I hope it's got you excited to go away and start implementing some of these things. And if you want to ask me anything about these 11 things and how I put them into place, how I maybe unpicked some of my unhealthy mindsets and replaced them with the things that have allowed me to reach multi six figures in my business, then head into my Instagram DMs at Rach Howarth. I will be only too happy to hear from you. In fact, I love hearing from you. So make sure that you do head into my Instagram DMs. Send me a voice note. Let's have a chat. Let me know that you've been watching my YouTube or listening to my podcast. You know, it does get quite lonely speaking into a microphone or just staring at a camera. I like human interaction. So come and give me some human interaction by way of a little voice note. We can get to know each other better. And if I can help you to reach your goals, I absolutely will. So that's it from today's session. I hope it's been useful. If you know of a female entrepreneur who wants to monetize her expertise, who wants to grow and scale an online business, and you think that she would get value from this video, from this podcast, then by all means, share the link with her, introduce her to me, and I will guide her in the right direction. We're listed on all of the main podcast platforms, Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, we're on all the platforms. And of course, we're here on YouTube as well. So it's been a pleasure having you with me today. Thank you so much, as always, for your support and encouragement. And I will hopefully see you in the DMs. Take care, guys. So that's it for today. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. If growing your business is a big priority right now and you'd like to get my feedback on how you could move forward with bigger and faster success, then take part in my free personal assessment. It's called Next Best Opportunity and I get back to you within three days of you answering 20 questions about your business and goals and I give you my tailored feedback. If that sounds like something that you would like to do, then just click the link below in the show notes or head over to my Instagram and have a chat with me in the DMs over there.